Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Like I said, you might have done something in a certain way before and you think, yeah, 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 I did before, it worked and it doesn't work the next time. We can never... <laughs> All I can say is, Lord, we need you. You know, thank you. Thank you for the songs, Deborah and Bola. Thank you. Do, do we need him? Yes. Yes. All the time. Never... Please never ever think you know it because it is done in a certain way before. Please don't do that. Okay. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4 is where I'm starting. Amplified. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built. And by understanding it is established on a sound and good foundation and by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches okay so you need god you, you need godly wisdom and you know the funny thing is as i look through proverbs as i look through scripture it always starts from wisdom then understanding then knowledge and, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, in my, my way of thinking, I would have started from knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to know it first before I need the wisdom to know what to do with it. I need to know. No, 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 that's not God's way. All right. So this led me to think, OK, so what does wisdom mean? What does it mean, wisdom? And I, I realized and I have a definition here. It's it's. The supreme intelligence of God that defines his judgments. All right. And that means the ability to judge things correctly according to the convictions of his truth. Yeah. Okay. Judgments. You'll think, how does judgment come to do with it? Judgment is the way he works. It's according to his ways. You know, we look at things one way. He looks at it completely different. And he says, you need to follow my ways because my judgments will tell you, my wisdom, my word will tell you how to go about it. Okay. And then understanding. All right. Um, understanding. I wrote interpretation of scripture by the Holy Spirit. Basically, you need the Holy Spirit to give you insight, to give you, to, to help you discern Okay, you, you know, what he is saying, you know, um, and then knowledge, um, knowledge is basically something, information or a fact, all right, and it's in the realm of awareness, but the good thing here, or the strange things here, it's knowledge that will fill your chambers with precious and pleasant riches, all right, but you need his wisdom first, because even before you go about anything, you need to know what are his ways, what are his ways? Maybe you want this, and there are one, two, three ways of getting to this stand. All right, and his way, his way is way above the way you think. Me, I'd go straight like this, ah, ah, and he'll say, go that way. All right, and that's his wisdom. It's his ways, his ways. Okay. All right, so it, it, it's wisdom first. 
It's always wisdom. And it, don't forget, it says here, no matter what it is you're building, whether it's your life, whether it's your family, whether it's your business, whether it's um, anything, anything you can think of building, you need wisdom. And you need it his way. Okay, and the only way you can find it out, we'll, we'll find that later. All right. So, um, and then I thought, okay, what wisdom, um, let's think about the very, th very good things wisdom does for us. Proverbs 8.12. It says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Hey, you need that wisdom to find witty inventions. You, you want, hey, you want a business. You want to do something. You want to, um, like, Lord, give me something. I want to, to be productive for you. <laughs> you need his wisdom for that. Wisdom will give you that. You'll be sitting down in the presence of God and suddenly he drops an idea into your heart. That's his wisdom. Something you've never thought of. Something, you know, or even in the way you cook. Like for me, I know God gives me wisdom when I cook. Amen. I know he does. And I'm sure Ruth can, can, can verify that as well. He does, you know, because I, um, I, I turn out something, you know, with very simple things. And people say, oh, it's nice. I say, really? <laughs> okay. It's him. It's him. Before, let me just say this. Before I, before I cook, I have to sit down first. I sit down and he, you know, I, I, I think about what I'm going to cook. And I'm like, Lord, how, what's the best way to do this? How do, honestly, I do. And it, it's not that I knew that this was the right way. It was when I was looking into wisdom that I realized that he was giving me the wisdom and I didn't know at the time. But I now recognize it's his wisdom. So I sit. I sit before him. I'm like, okay, someone wants me to do a spread for them. What do I do? How do I do it? What's the best? I sit there. And before I know it, ideas drop into my head. All right. And then understanding I now find, I, I, I use this process without knowing, and I realize understanding, okay, um, there's a discernment. Okay, you said do this, you said put this together. Okay, and somehow you discern, somehow you understand. Ah, so if I do it like this, this is what happens. You get understanding, and then knowledge brings the dishes out. <laughs> and then I, I, I have my dishes, and, and people like, oh, this was, I'm like, really? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Okay, that's a simple explanation, but it's the truth. I'm telling you, that's how I cook. <laughs> All right, and it says, you know, I wisdom dwell with prudence. Caref what's prudence? Being careful, um, caution, care, you know, and I dwell with prudence, and I give you knowledge of witty inventions. You know what? All you need to do is sit before the Lord. He will drop things into your spirit. It's his wisdom. All right, there's a scripture we're coming to. It says, Jesus has been made wisdom unto you. He, Jesus in you, the spirit of the Lord inside of you, is wisdom inside you. You don't have to go far. You just need to look inside. The wisdom is inside you. You know, um, when we were singing, you said, uh, we were singing, um, we will wait on the Lord and he will give us strength. Does it make sense? In the eyes of the world. 
You want strength. You go work out. You go to the gym. You get strength. What does he say? Sit there. Wait on him. And you'll be strong. It doesn't make sense to the normal. Well, I want to be strengthened. So what are you doing? I'm sitting. Yeah? Okay. All right. I was just thinking when you were singing, I was just thinking, you know, what are we singing? Do we know what we're singing? You know, this is God's ways. This is God's wisdom. It's not the wisdom of man. It's his wisdom. And it works. Because you, don't you feel strength? I, am, I mean, I wasn't in the best of places this morning. And Dave can see I was a mess. <laughs> Bless Dave. In the morning, he sees all sorts. <laughs> But, you know, by the time, you know, like now I'm feeling so encouraged, so strengthened. You know what? Never fail to come to the house of the Lord. When it says in the word, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. It's so true. It changes everything. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. Do not miss a meeting. Okay. Ecclesiastes 7.12. Ecclesiastes 7.12. For wisdom is a defense. Money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them who have it. Yeah, yeah wisdom protects. Yeah, yeah, when you have money, you feel protected. Yeah, you feel, yeah, 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 I have money. So, you know, and I have money, I can do this, I can do this. I can, okay, yeah, money is a defense. All right, it says um, wisdom is also a defense. But... Wisdom also gives life. Money doesn't. Money doesn't give you life. But wisdom does. Because wisdom teaches you how, where, when, what. Money, you just feel, I have money in my pocket. I can do anything. Okay, tell money to stand, you know, for you. You can't. Yeah, you can purchase things, but that's it. Yeah, you feel okay, yes, so I won't go hungry. But if you don't have the wisdom to multiply that money, it will not give you life. Okay, so I'm just trying to show you what wisdom will do. All right. Um, Ezekiel 28.4. It says, with thy wisdom, this Actually, was it's funny because this was talking of Satan. Ezekiel twenty-eight four it says, "With your wisdom and understanding, you 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 know thou has gotten the riches, and you got gold and silver into your treasures." Okay, yeah, he he had wisdom and understanding. Why? Because he was the anointed cherub. You know that was at, in those days when he was still in favor, when he was still under the favor of the Lord. Yes, and what did it do? With wisdom and with understanding, he was able to be rich. So, what does that make you if you have wisdom and understanding? Woohoo! Okay. And then look, for example, um, Ecclesiastes ten ten says to us: If the iron be blunt and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. What does this mean? It says if you have a blunt, for example, if you have a blunt knife, yeah, and you're trying to cut something, <coughs> you're putting a lot of strength into it. And what does wisdom say? Wisdom directs you, go sharpen your knife. Go and sharpen it, and then zoom easy it's cut 
you know, wisdom directs you. Wisdom shows you how. It, it, it teaches you how to do things in a better way. Always, you don't know what, sit before the Lord. Lord, I'm doing this like this. Is there a better way? Sit and wait and hear. He will give you a better, more profitable way to do what you're doing. You know, maybe you're doing it in a certain way and you're, you're at a certain level. Fine. Say, Lord, is there, is there any other way? He will give it to you. Ask him. Amen. The spirit of the Lord. Um, I'm, I'm going to jump to, um, I, I think it's Isaiah. I think I have it down somewhere. Isaiah 11. Where he talks the spirit of the Lord. He talks, yeah, Isaiah 11 too. Um, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. That's who's in you. You don't just have wisdom. You have understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, the fear. All of it is inside of you. Lord, we are rich. We are so, we have everything. Lord, teach us, teach us how to access and use and, and profit yes. through that which you have already placed inside of us. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. All right. Um, another, uh, an, another word of wisdom here. Uh, Matthew five thirty nine. But I say to you, do not resist the evil man who injures you. Hamas. But if anyone strikes you on the right jaw or cheek, turn the other one to him too. My sense says that's wrong. My common, my common sense says that, that that doesn't sound right. Why would you slap me and I say slap the other cheek? It's God's wisdom. It's God's wisdom. And you know, even me thinking through this, God wants you to teach that person a different way. You know why? Because God loves all men. God loves all. That's why he tells us, you know, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who persecute you and despitefully use you. Why? Why? Because he created all men for himself. And for the joy of the reconciliation of man, he came. Do you know, I, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, Lord, how can I bring joy to you? And it's by doing his word. You know, when you bring a soul to the Lord, do you know how joyful you make the Lord? That's wisdom. And do you know you make the Lord joyful? You make him so pleased with you. Is there anything you will ask he won't give you? Then I come to Psalm 111 and verse 10. Ah. So I want wisdom. Hey? Okay. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praises endure. His praise endures forever. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Again, I, I came to this place and I began to think, what is the fear of the Lord? I mean, my natural, you know, uh, explanation of this would be, ah, 
how I honor, how I reverence the Lord, how I stand. And that's how I've always, you know, described it. Give him his place. Give him his honor. You know, reverence him. That's the fear of the Lord. Okay. Um, and, and yes, but I feel it's fuller than that. It's fuller than that. Um, and I'll take it, uh, uh, you, you know, a little deeper. Um, Proverbs, and I'll use Proverbs 2, 3 to 5 to explain. It says, yes, if you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek wisdom as for silver and search for, for skillful and godly wisdom, you see the difference, one is wisdom, one is skillful and godly wisdom, as for hidden treasures, you will understand the reverend and worshipful fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of our omniscient God. If you seek wisdom as for hidden treasures, so you are seeking treasures. What are these treasures that we are seeking? I will go on to Proverbs, just hold it. I'll go on to um, Proverbs 2, 1 to 5. My child, will you treasure my wisdom? Again, we're talking about treasure. We have treasure in these two verses, treasure, treasure. There's something we have to treasure. What is this thing we have to treasure? Then and only then will you acquire it. If you're going to treasure it, you will get it. If you're going to treasure it, you will get it. And only if you accept my advice and hide it within, will you succeed. All right? Only if you accept my advice and hide it again, that's another way of saying treasure it within will you succeed. So train your heart to listen when I speak. Open your spirit wide to expand your discernment, then pass it on to your sons and daughters. Cry out for comprehension, intercede for insight. For if you keep seeking like a man would seek for sterling silver, searching in hidden places for cherished treasure, then you will discover the fear of the Lord and find the true knowledge of God. So what is this treasure? What is it we're seeking? What is it we're searching for? What is it we want to hide? He said it there. Train your heart to listen when I speak. So what are, we, what are we searching for? His word. The word of God. We're searching for the things that the Lord speaks. We're hiding what he speaks in our heart. We're treasuring his words. And it says only when you hold my word, basically in high esteem, will you be wise. His word is the treasure. The words that he speaks is, his, is the treasure. Because that's where wisdom is. He says, and if you keep them, hide them, treasure them, 
chew on them, meditate on them, follow them, you become wise. He says, then you will understand the reverend and worshipful fear. Remember, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All right. And then it says, now, as you treasure his words, you'll now understand what it is to, to, to have that fear of the Lord. So his word even more so than ever before, is what we should listen to, meditate on, keeping our hearts treasure. I know we've talked about the word of God before, but even more so now. In it is wisdom. In his word is wisdom. And if you read, I'm telling you, you know, whatever else you do, read and meditate on the book of Proverbs. Please do. Please do. Um, <laughs> train your heart to listen when I speak open your spirit wide to expand your discernment and you know what else he said don't keep it to yourself pass it on you find the wisdom of God you hear something in his word pass it on to your sons and daughters pass it around don't keep it it's funny that, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you give out something, you, you're blessed even more because you've given it out. Don't keep it. Don't keep it. Pass it on. <laughs> if you keep seeking it, like someone would search for or seek for sterling silver, searching in hidden places for cherried Cherished treasure. How excited are you when you go to read the word? Do you come before the word expecting to receive treasure? Do you come before the word every time you come expecting to receive some revelation of the word? Or do you read it? Every, oh, we have to read our word. I finished my Bible in one year. Did you? Okay, what treasure did you get from it? What wisdom have you taken away from it? He gives revelation. Now, I, I, I don't, if it's one verse I read a day to, God be the glory, as long as I get treasure from it. I have to get treasure. Now, I'm like, Lord, I've come. I, I, there must be treasure here. And you remember, do you remember Graham Cook? When Graham Cook came, he said he stayed in Psalm 90 for six months. The Lord didn't let him move. <laughs> Psalm 90, for six months, he said the Lord kept him in Psalm 90. And every time he read it, there was something new he found. Let's never come as a matter of uh, uh, routine to the word. Mm -mm. If that's how you feel, put it down until you're ready. Don't, it's not a book just to read. It's treasure, it's wisdom. And it's something that you take off the pages and hide in your heart. You treasure. And you know the way, the way to keep it in your heart is to give it out. I'm telling you, when he gives you something, on, you come in the morning, you read, you read something. Make sure you tell somebody. I don't know. For me, I find that when you tell someone, it stays. 
it, it, it stays even more so. And even as you are telling, you get even more revelation of it. Okay. Um, Isaiah 33, 6. And there shall be stability in your times, an abundance of salvation, wisdom, knowledge. Again, the reverent fear and worship of the Lord is your treasure and his. This is just another scripture to confirm what we're saying. It's just to confirm again what we're saying. Is this So the word, Job 23, 11 to 12. I love this one. My foot has held fast to his steps. His ways have I kept and not turned aside. I have not gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed and treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary <laughs> do you treasure the word more than the food you eat and he didn't say just you know the nice food the necessary the food you need to live the word must become more of a treasure than the food you eat to be alive hey hey this was job he says i have not gone back from the commandment of his lips this is how important the word is. This is how much it is treasure. Okay. So how do you get wisdom? Ask. James, I don't think I, I gave you James 1.5, but we all know James 1.5. James 1.5 says, if any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God. Basically, God's ready to give it to you. Who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproach or fault finding? And it will be given to him. You want wisdom. I don't know. I've, I've, I've failed in so many things now that I'm like, Lord, forgive me. Almost like if I'm going to bed, I almost ask for wisdom because <laughs> because of the mistakes I've fallen into. Because I, I think I've known it, I think I know it, I think I know it, and I find I don't. Because what happened yesterday is not what. So ask him for wisdom daily, daily, and you know. Um, again, and the reason why is because we know where where wisdom is. Um, first. Corinthians, okay, this was where I should have read Isaiah 11:2, which talks about the Spirit of the Lord and who the Spirit of the Lord is, the Spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, Spirit of knowledge, and the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. And then 1 Corinthians 3:16 says to us, Know you not that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. So if you needed any proof that all of who he is is inside you, that's, that's it there. 1 Corinthians 3.16. The Spirit of the Lord dwells inside of you. Because we said earlier that Jesus was made wisdom unto you. Well, now you hear the Spirit with everything else is inside you. So where are you going to ask for wisdom? You don't have to go anywhere. Ask. Sit in your house. Ask him. And he will give you wisdom. 
All right. And obviously, when we pray in Ephesians 1.17, we say that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That who knows, who knows, the, who knows God more than his spirit? Yeah, it says even to you, who knows you more than your spirit who lives inside of you? And if the spirit of God lives in us, there's no limit to the wisdom that we have. That he, and he will, and he, he will give it to you if you ask him. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I could actually stop there, but. <laughs> let me go to, let me go to my passion translation. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4, 4 to 18. We're just going to hear word. We're just going to hear word. This was, um, this, was, this was Solomon talking, but it was what David had said to Solomon. Then my father taught me saying, never forget my words. If you do everything that I teach you, you will reign in life. Again, how, how was um, Solomon to reign in life? By listening to the words that his father was teaching him. David, again, is words. So if you needed any confirmation that it's the word of God we need, he's saying, listen to my words. And we know that we can trust David. David learned from the Lord. All right. And he said, listen to my words, Solomon. If you listen to my words, you will reign in life. Okay. He says, so make wisdom your quest. In fact, in any, <laughs> we know what our quest is now. He said, search for the revelation of life's meaning. Don't let what I say go in one ear and out the other. Let wisdom be your quest. I'm telling you, even the little things, ask for wisdom. It will save you so much. So much. <laughs> well, Saving me now. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you because we think we know it, know it all. I know it. I know it. And then you're like, oops. Okay. Stick with wisdom. She will stick to you. She will protect you throughout your days. And she will rescue all those who passionately listen to her voice. She will rescue. Hey. Oh, I'm driving down the road. Should I go left or should I go? No, I'm going right. I've been here before. And then wisdom was telling you, go left. But you went right. And hey, look at a big pothole. Your cow tire went in. Ah, you have to buy a new tire now. <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying. It, it, he rescues you from all sorts of things. You don't need to get into, you know, trouble sometimes. And before you know it, you spent so much more than you should. I remember David telling us a story of one roundabout trip you went and you went here and you went. Do you remember the story you told us when you went? Uh, All the way around the countryside and back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Shortcut, yes, shortcuts. And before you know it, you, you, you've done 100 and 200 more miles than you should have. You've spent more money than you should have. Plus, you had a flat tire. 
All right. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity. Buy it. Buy it. Pay the price. Pay the price. What's the price? Sitting before the Lord. Reading his word. Sitting before him. Reading his word. Lord, what does this mean? Could you teach me your word? That's the price. It's just time. Time buys wisdom. You spend time before the Lord. That's the price you have to pay to get his wisdom. All right. So it says buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need. So invest in it. Inve what, you know, the time you invest in, in sitting before him and getting this revelation knowledge. Ooh, there's no price. You can't put a price on it. It's invaluable. It's just awesome. Okay. And it says, verse 8 says, Wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth. She makes you look good. Yeah? Wisdom. Like people are saying, da, da, da. And you're like, hey, because you've learned something before. Wisdom says this. And they're like, hmm. Hey, you're exalted. You, you become someone of influence. Why? Because the words you speak are wisdom. Because you, they've been tried. They've been tested. And you can share with people. Because he says, give it out. Give it out. Okay? Ah, she will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. Yeah, you'll get favor and you get honor. Because people will be like, how come you... Oh, because this is what the word said. And because I did this. Oh, okay. You will be adorned with beauty and grace. Wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in your race. You want to be victorious. You want to be adorned with glory. Because when you win, there's a glory on you. When you succeed, there's a glory that comes upon you. And it makes you, in fact, the glory of the Lord upon you, you just get that favor. You're not just with God, with man. Because people see it and they're like, they want to know you. They want to be your friend. They want to ask you questions. How come? To God be the glory. It says, my son, if you will take the time to stop and listen to me and embrace what I say, your life will be long, happy, full of understanding in every way. Amen. Remember, this is what David was saying to Solomon. So stop, listen to me. Basically, stop, listen to the Lord. Cultivate the habit through the day. Even if it's a little thing, ask the Holy Spirit. Cultivate it. Ask him all the time. Even if you think you know it, ask him. Okay. He says you will live a long and happy life full of understanding in every way. Every way. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Verse 11, I have taken you by the hand in wisdom's ways and I have pointed you basically to the path of integrity. And your progress will have no limits when you come along with me. You will never stumble as you walk along the way. Does God stumble? And when you're listening to him, looking into his word, getting from him, you won't stumble. 
You know, we won't have to keep, you know, getting up and putting a Band-Aid on it and going back and doing it all over again. We will not stumble. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort to stop and ask before you move on. Okay. Um, so receive my correction, no matter how hard it is to swallow. For wisdom will always snap you back into place. Her words will be invigorating life to you. Snap you back into place. Snap you back. Until we get to that place where we understand to ask him all the time, we will fall. We will make mistakes. But wisdom will snap you back. So we, we, we're not afraid. We're not afraid that even if we fall, you know, we'll get up because the wisdom will bring us back. It will teach you, I already asked God this time. Uh, let me go ask him. Okay. Um, there, was verses, there was verses 14, 15, and up to 17, which I didn't put in. Not because I didn't want to, but I, I, I didn't want to, to read the negative. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the positive. Okay, and I love, I love, I love verse 18. I come to verse 18. The lovers of God walk on the highway of light, and their way shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. In the Amplified, it would say, the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more, brighter and clearer, until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day. How do you think we attain that? It's if we walk in his wisdom. You know, it's, it's a verse we like to, to quote. Ah, the path of the righteous, it shines brighter and brighter. But if you're not walking in his wisdom and doing what he says, it won't. There's a, there's a, you know, there, there, there's something we need to do before that happens in our lives. We don't, we don't, we don't just quote it and not, not listen to wisdom, not listen to him. We don't just say, yeah, my life is shining brighter and brighter and brighter and we don't listen to him. No. But if you listen to his word, don't forget, um, don't forget the beginning of this chapter was David, um, Solomon telling us, David said, do this. And the end of doing all that he said was, your path will shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. So if by any chance your path isn't shining bright and it's not shining brighter tomorrow than it did yesterday, go check. Are you following the wisdom of God? Are you looking into it? Have you asked him? Because that is an ultimate consequence of following his word, walk, walking in his wisdom. Like, like Solomon said, David, my dad told me to do this. And this is, you know, the result of what my dad has asked me to do. Okay, I'm going to... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to stop here because I feel that the message has gone and the message is we need the wisdom of God. We need it and we now know how to get it. Yes, because the fear of the Lord is us taking his word, walking in it. You know, that's the way we honor him. I know we've always talked about the reverend. We need to honor God. How? Take his word. 
do it. Yeah? Put it into practice. That's honor unto the Lord. That's the spirit of the fear of the Lord inside you. You know, when you honor his word and you do it. And his word is wisdom. It shows you things. We had a whole list of things that wisdom does for us. Uh, you know, what we get from wisdom. I'm not sure if they, there was... I'll just do one or two more things about the benefits of wisdom. Pro I don't know if you have them, Jonathan. I'm not sure if you do. I, I might have, I might not have. But I'll read them anyway. These are my passion translation proverbs. Proverbs 21:20. In wisdom's house, you'll find delightful treasures and the oil of the Holy Spirit. The anointing. The anointing of the Holy Spirit in wisdom's house. Whoo! As you sit in the presence of the Lord, as you read his words, as you make up your mind to do what he says, the anointing of the Spirit comes upon you. You're anointed in that place. Even now I sense it. Proverbs 3, you know, the, the word speaks for itself. There's, there's no need, you know, the word is just speaking for itself. Proverbs 3, 7. Don't think for one moment that you know it all. Listen, wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Hey, hey. Undivided devotion. Wisdom comes. You sit before him, like we said. He who waits upon the Lord. You're in that place of undivided devotion to him. Lord, I love you. You don't know wisdom is coming. Because you're behold. You know when you behold, you become. And if he is wisdom and you're in that place of devotion, beholding him, you, you're becoming like him. And who is, who is wisdom? He is. Proverbs 8, 12. I, I am wisdom. I'm shrewd and intelligent. I have at my disposal living understanding to devise a plan for your life. How many people, many times, I don't know what God's plan for me is. I don't know what to do. I don't know what my destiny is. I know, yeah, I love God and I'm living and I'm going to work. There's a plan for your life. He just didn't put you here to live every day. You live every day. Yes, I eat, I live, I go to work, I come back, I die. <laughs> That's not God's plan. No, 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 no. There's purpose. There's purpose in our lives. There's purpose. There's a destiny. Amen. There's a plan. And he will give it to you. He will. We, you know what? All, all of this is saying is spend more time with him. Devotion shouldn't be, okay, have five minutes off. That's, that's not what you're 
morning or afternoon or night, whenever you do your devotion, that's not what it should be. That's not what it is. Devotion is, have, listen to the word devotion. Have come to devote my time my, to you. You get one, one verse of scripture, sit with it, meditate on it. Lord, speak to me. And then you pour out on him too. He has needs. No, you might like, oh, God doesn't. Have. Yeah, he does. He has needs. He wants, he wants love from us. Do you know how joyful, how pleased he is when we pour out our love on him? We always take, 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 take. We have to give back. Okay, Proverbs 20:18. If you solicit good advice, your plans will succeed. So don't ch charge into battle without wisdom. Wars are won by skillful strategy. We speak this over Israel. Lord, bring Israel to that place where they speak to you, where they ask you. Skillful strategy comes from the Lord. In everything that you do, there has to be strategy. He gives you skillful strategy and you will win. When you listen to him and follow him, you will win. You will succeed. You will. Okay. So my last verse here about wisdom is Luke 12, 12. Simply be confident. Allow the spirit of wisdom access to your heart. And in that very moment, he will reveal what you are to say to them. When you are out and about, whether it's at work, whether it's on the streets, whether it's shopping, whether it's on the train, there'll be someone that the Lord will want you to speak to. Ask him. Ask him. He will reveal what you are to say to them. He will. And many times, it will be something he has already told you that morning as you spent time with him, as he showed you something. You'll be surprised that that word is the word for everyone you will meet that day. So, as we leave today, let's remember, I called this treasure wisdom. I'd say, as much as you can, look into the book of Proverbs. I only picked out wisdom. There's still understanding, there's still knowledge, that, you know, sometimes called discernment, sometimes called insight. But I only picked wisdom. So there's still more. And there are more examples in the book of Proverbs. And apart from that, there's practical ways of life, of living in the book of Proverbs. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you are indeed wisdom. And we thank you because it is your heart's desire that your children walk in wisdom. Thank you. We have read so many benefits of wisdom. And Lord, we start from the place where we hear that you have a plan for our lives. 
and Lord, to successfully navigate through this plan to the end where you'll say, hey, you won the race and you ran, you, you ran it and you won it. Lord, we need your wisdom to do that. So Lord, Spirit of the Lord, whatever it takes to pull us, to nudge us, to tap us, to slap us if you have to, to get us into this place where we truly, truly come before you to listen and to receive wisdom, even from your word. May we treasure your word. May we, because your word is wisdom. So may we treasure it and hide it in our hearts until it becomes so much part of us that we, it cannot be separated from us. So we say thank you today, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for opening our hearts onto your wisdom today. <coughs> In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 